first of all, it's a great pleasure to be here again. Like, uh, do what uh, I like to do outside of these walls, inside the wall. It's totally different, but yeah, it's beautiful and it's a great honor to be here. Thank you so much for listening to me. And I hope you really listen to God and not actually to me. Amen. So I would share today about developing a compassionate heart. So have a compassion. But before I start, I want to warn you. It's a, it's a real warning. If you are here today, and if you are listening to these words, it means God is preparing something in your life, also in my life. And if he's preparing something in, in our lives, it means he wants us to move towards it. So I will give you a chance. If you don't feel like it's time to go now. Seriously. You know why? Because after receive this, God will actually move towards you in this as well. So it's a big responsibility for us when we listen the word of God because the word speaks to us but also requires us action. Amen. It's still time. You want to go? Are you sure? And the second thing I need from you I will touch base some things that maybe is going to make you not feel good. My intention is not make you not feel good, but I need to do this. Amen? So I need you to give me grace. The name of this is grace. If I say something you don't like, you straight forgive me and give me grace. Amen? Let's go. <laughs> So, compassion, what is it? What, what is compassion? What's the, the meaning of this word? Compassion literally means suffer together. Literally means suffer together. You see someone suffering, you jump inside and you suffer with, with them. That's what compassion is. It's not... Oh, shame. So, Africa love to say shame, you know? Oh, shame. Oh, my, my bank is broken. I have no money. I have no food. Oh, shame. No. It's not a shame. It's actually suffer together. You have no food? Okay, I have food, and I'm going to eat my little with you there in your house. Something like that. I will, I, will, I, will, I will give you more later. So, suffer together among emotions and feelings. And when you confront someone else's needs. So, I suffer with you. You need, I, I'm, I'm talking on needs in every single level. Not only earthly needs. I need money, I need food, I need a car, I need this and that. It's also spiritual needs. 
Okay. And by suffering with this person, you can also motivate and relieve their suffering. So that's a compassion, compassion in action. Remember, compassion is a little bit different of mercy. Little bit different. They almost the same. But in one thing, they are different. Compassion will make you move with the person. Mercy, not really. You can be merciful for someone without really jump inside of their problem and make them solve the problem or help them to do whatever they need to do. So the word of compassion in Hebrew is ha-ha-ha-ham. Ha-ham. Ha-ham. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't study Hebrew too much. Ha-ham. <laughs> It's related compassion, mercy. And when you feel sad for someone else, unfortunately, but you also move to help this person in their need. So this, this word move into, it's very present in everything you search about compassion. So you can't have compassion for someone if you just pass away. There is no compassion there. The word compassion in Hebrew, that's a curious thing, and you guys gonna, the, the ladies is gonna like understand very well this. The word compassion in Hebrew is also related to the mom's womb. It's strange because I was, how? Because it's just love there. It's the mom giving a birth for a kid. It's just love since day one until I don't know when, forever, whatever. But there is an explanation uh, that uh, I, I, I listen to that they say the man, I'm, I'm not a woman, okay, maybe Lynch is the better one to explain this for us. But the mom, when she felt pregnant, it starts something in, there in her heart for this little thing inside that's not a baby yet. That she herself cannot even explain. And you want to see a lion come out of this woman, try to touch her kid. Please, you're going to see a lion. You're going to see someone that's going to use all the strength to kill you. I'm telling you, that's what the compassion in Hebrew is related to. So, it's something that's come from inside to outside. It's impossible, not, not impossible, but it's something, it's not, compassion is not flying around and you can fake it and ah, I, I got this, I, I will have this. No, it's something that's coming from, you know, from here, from deep inside. And the only Holy Spirit can put this there. Only Him. I can't. I can talk here full day. I can't put this inside of you. So, just a, a little step by step for compassion. What? How? How can we percept that it's compassion? 
in our action. Always will be followed by action. That's number one. A compassionate love, it's a love who cares about others and less of us. It's very connected with mercy. I say this before. In many ways, but in not all the way. And appears in the Bible 140 times, 45 times. 145 times. In Matthew, in the book of Matthew, only 17 times. Remember who was Matthew? If you have studied, if you have your studying Bible, you know. He was someone very reserved and quiet and don't touch me. If you touch me, I would, I'll go on or something. It was Matthew. That's how they, they picture Matthew uh, all over and also in the Bible. Someone very reserved, someone very intellectual, this and that. He wrote 17 times in his book about compassion. Why? Because he meets the Lord. The answer is so easy. He really meets the Lord. So someone who was very, I don't know the real word in English, which word I can use for this? Someone super reserved in, yeah, 17 times I'm going to write about this because this I become this. Okay? That's, that's uh, what I want you to and how he become this? By meeting the Lord. By spending time with the Lord. By walking with the Lord. So the first verse, Matthew 9.36. 9.36. And he saw the crowns, he had compassion for them. Because they were hassled and helpless. Like sheep without shepherd. So it was Jesus walking among the crowds and people following him all the time. He saw that many people, and as he is God, I'm sure that he could read the people's behaving and eyes and hearts to say, wow, these people is suffering. These people is like, they don't know where they're going. They, they just hear or something. They don't even know what they want. So he was moved with compassion for them. And the second verse is Matthew 18, 28. Come to me, all who labor are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That for me is the second biggest thing about compassion in the Bible. That's my interpretation. Sorry if I'm wrong. Uh, are you feeling? Are you feeling weak? He is there. Are you feeling discouraged? Are you feeling bad? Are you feeling whatever? Are you feeling? Not included. Come to me, everyone, because he has compassion on us. And he says, come to me, which means, come, I solve your problem. It's like he, he jumped inside, right? 
He just did this in these words, like, doesn't matter what you're feeling, just come. I, I, I don't even want to know what is it, just come. I will sort out. That's the Lord for us. So, compassion also is going to bring us some few things in our behaving. And these, these things that we, we change because we become a compassionate heart, we reflect in our life. And people will percept this. So, one one of the key things that I pick up handily, uh, a compassionate heart will encourage the others. I can be compassionate by giving encouragement. If I see someone that's struggling, ah, I can't study. I remember I was applying for a work in Brazil in a very high position, they demand some skills that I didn't have. My father, my stepfather, he told me, let's go to the bookshop, let's buy a book. Your interview is tomorrow. We have exactly 24 hours. I sit with you, we study together all the way through, and you go tomorrow, and let's see, let's trust. We spend a full night studying together. A full night studying together. Something that my mind could not process alone. You know, I got the interview next day. And I just was honest with these people. Because they asked me and I couldn't lie. You know what? I spent, they asked me, do you have a skill? Do you know how to operate this program and this and that? Actually, was a MS project. I don't know if anyone here knows this pro this program. So when I started with MS project many years ago, and I just went went for this engineer who was interviewing me, and I told him, "Look, I'm I want to be honest with you. I don't know the program very well. I bought the book yesterday because I really want to get this job." I spent from 2 p.m. yesterday until today morning reading and trying to apply this book with my father. He was studying with me. And I don't know what, to s what I can give to you in this, but the rest you covered. This one, I don't know. He says, you employ. I got, I got the job. And I got mercy from the team, for all the team to help me to process these things, they had compassion on me. They saw, look, this guy, he just won the job and he did whatever he could. I need someone like you. And I got the job. And I stand in this, this company, I don't know for how long. Many years. I, I actually become a, a, one of the big boss in the company back in Brazil. Uh, I'm not an engineer. I was leading a group of engineers into the, the company. God mercy on me first, 
compassion and then the team compassion on me as well. Compassion gives relief. I, I carry very heavy coffee bags today. <laughs> Poor Naoud. He's not here. Uh, he's not here. Where's Naoud? He's, not, uh, he's working today. So Naoud is working with me now. He suffered to, to carry this bag. I remember when I started, I, I was the same. I was suffered to carry the bag. But I, I, I have to let him suffer a little bit. I have to. Not because I'm not compassionate, but because he must learn the value of this, and he must learn to get strong. So it's a gym. It's a free gym, actually. <laughs> so compassion gives people relief. I'm not giving relief to Naud, but he's in the process of learning something in life. So I, I'm not being bad with him as well. I just give him the job that I can give to him. And I understand that this thing can put him in a different position in the very near future. Compassion gives people strength. When they don't believe themselves, they think that they can't move forward. They think that they can't do certain things. Your compassionate heart is going to give someone the capacity to walk one step more or even an extra mile. Compassion brings food, brings money, brings clothes, brings house, cars, brings whatever. Compassion brings care. There is nothing better than your. Come on, guys. When someone comes to you and say, oh, I really love who you are. I really like you and... You did this and that, and this is so nice. Thank you for did this. You impacted my life back there by doing this. Compassion. Compassion also highlights attention for your environment, the environment around you. This is very connected as well with the spiritual discernment. So you can't have compassion in full if your spiritual discernment is not there. So to have a, a full picture of compassion, you will need to have a spiritual discernment because we will be people that are going to try to take chance on you if they feel that you're compassionate. Yeah, that is. Compassion brings love and mercy. So just giving some, here we go, this Brazilian again, talk about his life, right? Sorry for this. <laughs> I'm a product of someone's compassion. I, me, myself, right now, here. I am a product of someone's compassion on me. I told the last time I preached here, or I shared the word, uh, I was abandoned in a house. My mom somewhere else, and my auntie come and broke the, the door of the house and took me, right? I don't know if you remember this. So for you that wasn't here, that's how I 
how I'm still alive today or something. First thing, God mercy and compassion on me. Second thing, he moved this auntie to go there and check the situation. And she did rescue me. And can I tell you something? This auntie, I remember in her house, for many, many times, we eating pap only. Uh, the Brazilian pap is a little bit different, but pap, just to exemplify for you, understand, only for days and days. She was making money to pay the rent and maybe eat. But eat wasn't the priority. The priority was pay the house. She was the one who had compassion on me for the very first time. And then the other ones come together. And I was rose uh, up with almost all my aunties and my uncle. Without their compassion, I could not be here today. I don't know where I will be. I really don't know. I could be in prison because I was very connected with very bad guys. I could be dead because, I don't know, you do wrong things, someone kill you. I don't know where I, I would be today if not God's compassion towards these people in me. But after this everything in a young age, around 18, I start to become myself riser guy. I want myself to be whatever. I want to work hard. I want to make a lot of money. I want to buy the house. I want to buy cars. Esh, yo. I got this thing of looking to myself too much. And looking to myself too much make me blind for whatever was happening around me. And because I was blind, I was feeding my ego all the time. I still some still some reflections of this, of this ego. Eh? Uh, I I was a guy who had a watch collection of a very expensive watches, about fifteen different, very expensive watches. Was a year that I I changed cars three times in a year, just because I got money to to do it. And it was many, many other things that I can't exemplify everything for you here today. But God, he, he decided to give me a nice shake. A very nice shake. I promise you, nice. <laughs> and when he shake me down, I lost almost everything. Almost everything, but all my money for sure. My job for sure. And because he shake me down, my compassionate heart starts to develop it. So I start to see things that I wasn't blind for, and I start to see people around me who was in a very difficult situation, but they were around me, and I never saw this. I even, I remember me crying and praying, God, how can I be here in this place too long around this person? I never see this thing in their life. 
We can be blind. We can see, but not see. We can pretend. We can fake stops. We can't. We're good on this. I promise you. But after God shake me, I realized that whatever I had before, whatever I did before to rise my career, to rise whatever for me only, wasn't God's plan for me. So I have to go to the floor to him to walk on me at the floor to bring me a little bit up again. So when he broke me down, I started to look for a church that was connected with what the view that he gave me. I really feel clear that God was he, he did remember me everything that he did in my life since day one, since two months old, that I have records of it. And he, he started to, to really move my heart towards people, towards circumstances, towards place, towards everything that he could do for me. So I started to get involved in hostel ministries, visiting hostels and pray for the sick. I start to get involved in prison here in Wellington. Uh, there is a very scary prison there. Very scary prison. And I, I did ministry there for more than a year with the team of George Janet. I start to go to the streets on Friday, 10 p.m., and spend a full night, full morning, I don't know if I call this morning or night, from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. with the homeless people. Not preaching the gospel, not just loving them. If, if we, the, 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 the direction was, we're going to love them. If we get something that we really feel, we preach the gospel. But if you're not, these people, they all know the gospel. There is many pastors on the streets there. There is many doctors. There is many lawyers. There is many whatever you can think on the streets. Because frustration, because deception, because they feel unloved, because many reasons. You can go to the streets here, you will see. You will find it. I was moved into care centers, kids care centers, or refugee care centers. I did visit one here in Belleville. There is a huge care center, no, not care center, a refugee camp in Belleville. Crazy situation there, crazy. I would love to invite you to, to search at least and see. I have been in retirement place to see the oldest who just miss their son and daughters. You know what they say all the time? I would love to see my son again. I would love to see my daughter again. Where is then? Ah, they become doctors and 
They just pay for this place here and I don't see them. That's what they say. I must move it from Brazil to South Africa because compassion to being Kalicha for five to eight years to just love people there. I did nothing very substantial for them, as far as I remember. Uh, one thing here, another thing there, who knows, but, but just to love them. I did, I did live in Dunum, moved into Dunum for three months. Sleeping there, you can phone your hand and ask him. He did roast me there. Three months in Dunum, and people calling me Mulungo on the streets, and I have haircuts in the saloon, the barber shop inside the noon, and they look to me like, what these guys doing here? I say, I like the way you guys cut hairs. I want to cut here. It's very nice. It, it is very nice. Come on, it's cheap. <laughs> yes. They charge 400 bucks to cut hair here in the Lebanese and whatever, guys. The noon is 20 to 30 bucks. And they cut nice, I promise you. <laughs> I went to Mami Namibia five times, five times, Namibia. There is one place called Asenkhe, Kaletemba, right? So there is a beautiful care center. You've been there as well. Yes, with me. Yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. Yes, I mean, do I accept the Lord now? Yes, I mean. So Asenkhe, care center, beautiful kids. Kids that's being abused for ten rand or for whatever else they can get, or even a food in a day. The last time I went to Namibia, I feel from God that I should come back there alone. wasn't a team. I found one guy to come with me. Praise the Lord. Forty-five degrees summer, and me there walking on the streets, knocking the house and giving people, people Bibles, and pray with them, and pray for them. Only the compassionate heart is going to make you move in this direction. I'm not saying this thing for you to look to me, oh, this guy is too good. Please, in Jesus' name, I, I'm not. I'm saying this to you to really maybe shake you and awake you today. There is a lot of people, a lot of people here in this country. You don't need to go very far to see this. If you walk just outside this, these walls, you're going to find many people who just need love, who just need care, who just need a chance in life, who just need compassion. And I would love to ask you, In this past year, we're finishing the year right now. How many times you went to the hospital to visit someone or to pray for someone that you don't know? If not your relative, friends, or whatever else. How many times you went to the prison to see maybe 
someone that tried to kill you or whatever else to give them forgiveness? How many times you spend a few hours on the street? No need to sleep over. A few hours on the street this year. To connect with someone who is hopeless, who is homeless, who is foodless, who is clothless, or whatever less you can put on it. You see, Jesus' example, it's compassionate heart towards everyone. In John 3.16, For God loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We understand that this perish in this verse is about a spiritual perish. It's something that's coming to us. Because Jesus promised us to suffer here. That's the big promise he gave us. You're going to suffer. You're going to suffer. And you're going to suffer. But God has love in us in a such a deep way that he took his son to come and really break every single portion of his wrath against us. Because I promise you, guys, if God decides he could kill all of us and start every, everything over and over and over, he's God. He can. If he decides to kill everyone tomorrow, he can. But he won't do this. You know why? Because we have someone between he and us called Jesus Christ. And this guy who is between us and God, his son, Jesus Christ, he literally blocked it. Blocked it. God's wrath against us. I really believe, I really believe we are a blind generation. We are a generation who is very keen to solve their own problems. It's very keen to sort out whatever we need to sort out in our own little world. We are a generation who need to be shaken by God like he did with me to awake to see the poor and when I say the poor it's not only poor the financial poor because there is a spiritual poor as well where they're not being fed by the word and it's up to us to feed them It's up to us to awake and open our eyes 
in our sense, we understand that among us there is people suffering. Maybe here today I can tell you this, because I was in this situation before. Maybe here today, it's someone who is struggling to eat. Here in this room right now. And we don't know. And you know why we don't know? Because we're so busy doing our things that we have no time to even ask. Because people who are suffering, they have shame to, hey guys, I'm suffering. I'm here. Hey, hello. How's it? I'm suffering. Me? Yes. They're not going to do this. Normally, who's suffering is quiet and close. I am like that. If I'm suffering, if I'm struggling, you're not going to see me too much. I'm going to be invisible for a little while. If everything's good in my life, I'm going to be very loud. You know. <laughs> but I would love to invite you today in a very not comfortable way, sorry for this, to awake your soul, to really awake your soul in your environment. You start to look around of people around you, no need to go too far. If you want to go too far, go. If God called you to, to go, go. But in your relationship environment, Who is struggling? With what? Who is not eating? Who is not going to school because they have no money to pay the school? Who is not listening to the word of God because they don't have money even to get here on Sunday for the taxi? And we, that we have cars, we can't teach them. We're too busy. I'm, I'm, I'm on this. And many times I don't want to teach people. I'm sorry. And I, I'm telling you. But you know why I go? To show my flesh who is in charge. I need to show my flesh all the time who is in charge. That's not me. It's God. Because if I get charged, I'm not going to go as well. So, I, I want to give you, in landing now, how can I active the compassionate heart? How can I give this thing? Activation. First thing, pray. There is nothing better you can do than pray. God, open my eyes. We sing this. Open me eyes in my heart, Lord. Open me eyes in my heart. I want to see you. Jesus said, who sees these people in need? Who feeds them? Who embraced them? Did this for me. If you're not doing this, will be maybe 
maybe, a big maybe, one day, that these people is going to claim against you before God and against me before God. Can you imagine this? Ah, you, 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 you're, not, you're not my son, get out here. No, no, wait, Lord. I never, I never listen to your word. I don't know. I, I'm just, okay, this is not Bible as well. I, this is do-do. First thing is pray. Second thing, it's open your eyes, literally, in flesh, and start to look. Look. Your face is not good today. What's going on in your life? Something like that. It's just an example. We can perceive. We can have the perception. We see people a little bit down. Approach them. Hey. Last week you were dancing. Now you, wha what's going on? Third thing is asking the Holy Spirit to lead you in compassion to one another. Remember from the beginning, compassion is not to say, oh, shame. Oh. Compassion is what you need. I need this. Listen, I'm going to go with you. Let's go tomorrow. Today I can't, but tomorrow I can. Can we go tomorrow and sort these things? That's confession. Confession for one another is going to bring you for a next level. And when I say next level, because I really feel in this church we are already in some level, that's not the normal average level. Okay? So I don't want to be so hard or whatever. That's not my intention. I recognize where we are today. But there is more. There is more. And it's up to us to activate this before the Lord. Because his claim for workers He gave us gift. He gave us blessings. And can I tell you something? Your gifts and your blessings is not for you. It's to be through you. It's through you. And as much you give, as much you give, time, money, research, everything, your driving, your patience, Whatever you're giving, more you receive. So, to activate this next level, it's up to us to change our heart before the Lord stops us, as he did with me. And if he wants, he will. And I promise you, it's not a good place, a good place to be. Is it scared? It's loneliness and it's your. I promise you, it's not good. So, 
I really believe we, all of us here in this room right now, we can start a movement in our little, in our, I'm going to call this our little world, the place that we have influence. can be your job, can be your gym, can be around in your hostel, can be wherever you go normally. In the supermarket. I would love to invite you to come to spa with me around my, my house. Everyone there, they know me. I'm telling you. They know me. There is people that they see me, they come, hey, you, know, you didn't greet me today, what's going on? <laughs> so, <laughs> I create an environment that people who take a lot of bad face during the day, they see my face smiling to them, even if the smile is not so beautiful. But they see this not-so-beautiful face smiling to them, and they get happy. I give them some relief. Sometimes people behind me, they get upset because I get too long paying my thing, really to, to engage with this lady and talk to her and, and, or whatever. Trust that the Lord is going to give me something to them. Compassion. Only a compassionate heart is going to move you it's going to take you to the position to start to look to yourself too much. And start to look to someone else more than you. Amen.